This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Path, the coach-guided membership designed to help you make alcohol small and relevant in your life by removing your true desire to grab that next drink. Our science-based, compassion-led program allows you not only to shift your behavior and your relationship around alcohol, but more importantly, uncover and reprogram your subconscious conditioning and neural connections that have been keeping you stuck for years. With daily live breakthrough coaching, an intimate and supportive community, regular peer-to-peer connection calls, and a complete vault of resources, this is where your path to total freedom and effortless enjoyment of your new way of life begins. Join us at NakedMindPath.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I'm answering readers' questions, and I have a great question today, and it is, hi, Annie, can you tell me what is the science behind why I want to drink so badly? Oh man, there's so much science behind why you want to drink so badly. And this is true for all addictive substances. All of these things are true. Now there's everything from alcohol overstimulates your pleasure center in the short term and then crashes. It's a lot like a sugar high. Remember when you were little and people would be like, oh my gosh, all the kids are on the sugar high and they eat birthday cake at a birthday party and then they send them home and they'd all be really sad and upset. And that same thing that's apparent in something as simple as high fructose corn syrup and sugar is actually totally true with alcohol is it overstimulates your pleasure center. And then you have this massive crash and down during that crash and down. What do you want? Your brain is triggered to want more of the same, just like a child's brain would be triggered to want more sugar or us. We're not, we're not immune to sugar highs or the crash that comes or the blood sugar imbalance or any of that stuff. Now, alcohol is not sugar, but the same functionality works in the brain. So there's a lot of different ways, but I'm going to explain to you one of the main ways that this happens. And the reason that alcohol becomes, the cravings become almost akin to like, I don't think I'm going to be okay if I don't do this. You know, some people, I remember a friend of mine who stopped drinking, she explained being sober as if it was a tragedy. She explained it as if she was mourning a best friend like literally mourning, like in deep sadness for her inability to drink. And she remained there for years, years. Um, She stopped drinking, you know, with a different method, not with this naked mind. So she hadn't done a lot of the thinking that we take you through. And if you haven't done that yet, I highly recommend that you go through the alcohol experiment. It's always available for free at alcoholexperiment.com. But that is one of the ways to really reprogram your brain so you don't have that deep mourning after the physical effects have happened. But the physical effects, the in the moment craving of why it feels desperate to not have a drink or desperate to say no, or as if nothing's ever, for me, it felt like nothing would ever be okay again, if I just didn't let myself do this. The reason that that happens, the most simple way to respond, even though, again, there's a myriad of reasons, is with a part of your um, brain response that produces dopamine. And dopamine is what is known as the learning molecule. And a lot of people think that dopamine is really synced up with wanting or liking. Now, it's not necessarily synced up with liking. Dopamine doesn't mean we like something, but it is synced up with wanting. It makes us want something. So the easiest way to say it is that dopamine, when we experience a dopamine surge in the brain, the brain learns 
it's the learning molecule and the brain says that thing you just did do that thing again. And this is true for every single thing that we do in order to survive. So the things that are making up our survival as a species all have this in common. They all give us an increase in dopamine. This is true for sex. This is true for food. This is true for hitting a target. All of these things, they give us an increase in dopamine. Now, alcohol and any other addictive drug is going to give us an increase in dopamine that is off the charts, super high, higher than anything that we're going to experience naturally. It's an artificial stimulation, artificial, just meaning not found in nature, right? High fructose corn syrup is going to do the same thing. You know, anything that gives us this artificially high stimulation of dopamine. Now, what the dopamine does in the brain is it says that thing you just did, do that again. That thing you did is important. Do that again. Now, that thing you did, it's important in order to survive. And those are the three key words, in order to survive. The brain learns that the thing you just did, drinking in this case, is important in order to survive. I guess that's four words, in order to survive, four words. The thing you just did, it's important, you need to do it again in order to survive. That is the key. That is why it is so, so difficult to stop drinking once your brain has learned that is because your brain over time, because of the artificial surging dopamine, again, with a lot of other factors that are happening, including the overstimulation of your pleasure center, including the withdrawal symptoms that are happening inside the body, the imbalancing of your brain chemicals, there's so much else that's happening. But the one reason that I can give you that's so definitive of why it's so difficult to turn down a drink when you are craving one is because that dopamine response has told your brain that you need alcohol in order to survive. It has put alcohol at the same level of importance inside your brain as things like food and water. And when it is that level of importance, it is so, so difficult. And so the question is, what is the science behind why I want to drink so badly? That is the science. The great news is that is all physical and the physical aspects can be resolved very quickly. 72 hours, alcohol is pretty much out of your system within a week or so, maybe two weeks at the out, your brain has rebalanced and you are feeling so much better. It is the mental parts, the beliefs that we have, especially the subconscious beliefs that alcohol is great for relaxing. It's great for having fun. It's great for loosening up. It makes us better at our jobs. It makes us wittier, funnier, more creative. All of these beliefs, those are the things that you need to get to the root of in order to have long-term success in order in changing your relationship with alcohol. And you can do all of that with us for free, always free at alcoholexperiment.com. So I highly recommend you check it out, but that is the science behind why it is so hard to turn down a drink and why you want to drink so badly, even when mentally you know it's doing nothing for you. Thank you so much for the great question. Hey, it's Scott Pinyard, head coach here at This Naked Mind. Are you ready to make instant changes to your drinking? The answer is not in restriction or deprivation and you don't need more self-control. I am here to tell you that you can break your patterns and habits and finally feel liberated from alcohol. You can return to a life where alcohol is small and irrelevant for you. It's a non-issue, take it or leave it. Annie has three secrets to control your drinking and she and I are going to teach them all live in a special three-day free virtual event 
learn the three secrets to control your drinking and make changes instantly live with us. Don't miss this amazing event. Learn more and save your spot today at controlalcohollive.com. We can't wait to see you there. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today. 